Now usually when I'm here to talk to you about a new Vokey wedge, I'd probably be talking about grinds and lofts and new grooves. And I probably will talk about that, but really I think with the SM6 what they've done is actually to create a very different style of wedge altogether. What Titleist have been trying to do is to get the centre of gravity positioned a little bit more behind where the ball impacts the face. Now they've done some research and with their AP2 irons, uh, when you went into the SM5 wedges, the CG was obviously a lot higher than it, than it was in the AP2 wedge uh, in the lower lofts, and then by the time you got to the higher lofts, it was a lot lower. And there wasn't that consistency when you moved from the set wedge into the specialist Vokey wedges. So what they've done now is to try and keep that centre gravity point pretty much consistent once you leave the set wedges and go into the Vokey wedges. And they've done this in a number of ways. The first one which you'll spot most easily is that they have uh, shaped a lot of the muscle backs uh, depending on the loft of the club. Now in the lower loss from 46 up to 52 degrees, you're actually striking the ball relatively lower on the face than you are with the higher lofts. And now what they've tried to do in order to lower the centre gravity is take some material off the back of the head in order to make the top of the head relatively lighter and that will actually lower the centre gravity. Now in the middle lofts of 54 and 56 degrees, you actually don't need to move the loft and actually with those clubs, it actually looks virtually the same as it did with the SM5. And when you get to the higher lofts, and that's from uh, 58 upwards to 62 degrees, you've got the opposite problem. You actually want to raise the centre of gravity. Because you've got more loft, you can imagine the face is sloping a lot further away from you. So therefore what you need to do is to um, move the CG higher up the face. And therefore you actually want to make the top of the club a little bit heavier. So what they've done is almost cut a channel, if you like, through the, the middle of the muscle back between the sole and the top part of it in order to move that weight slightly higher up the face. So that's one thing they've done. And the other two things that they've done are actually a little more subtle and you only really notice it when you've actually taken them out and played them, which I have done against the SM5. Now the first of these is actually they've changed the head size. Um, in the, again in the middle lofts, the 54 and the 56 degrees are actually pretty much the same. So uh, there's really not a great deal of change there. If you go into the lower lofts, and I've got 50 degrees here, you can see that the SM5 has got a slightly bigger head than the SM6. Now when you get into higher lofts and you do the same thing, you'll notice that they've done the opposite. They've actually made the head a little bit larger. And again, this is all to do with the weight distribution. If you want to make a head have a lower center of gravity and you want to move it down, you don't want more weight at the top end of the club. So therefore, if you make the head slightly smaller, you're taking more weight away from above the ball, if you like, and you'll be able to put it below the ball. And the same is true in the opposite way if you're making a larger head. If you want to raise the CG, you need to get more weight above the centre of the ball, therefore you make the head larger. Now the final change is, is one really I only spotted when I was playing around a lot with the clubs and it just felt and looked a little bit different and it really is the hosel length. And again, it is the same principle. In the lower lofts, uh, they're actually shortened the hosel uh, by quite a lot really in, in terms of wedges uh, in order to again drop that weight down to lower the center gravity. As you get up to the higher lofts they're actually pretty much the same as they were in the previous SM6s. So it's those three combinations of things that Titleist have used in order to move the center gravity to get it right behind the center point of impact. So why is that important? Well why it is important is because then it'll give you a lot more control and if you're striking the ball out of the sweet spot more often not only will it feel a lot better, but it will also be a lot more accurate, a lot more consistent because you're getting more center strikes. 
So I said I would talk about grooves and I will. Uh, they've also got some new uh, TX4 grooves. Uh, they've actually been able to, in the low lofts, as they did before, they will have slightly narrower and deeper grooves. Uh, and then in the higher lofts from uh, 56 degrees upwards, you're going to have slightly wider and shallower grooves. And again, that is there to maximize performance because the loft and the type of conditions you'll be playing in those will make those types of grooves work a whole lot better. They've also put uh, about five very tiny score lines in between the grooves in order to rough out the face. And a lot of people have been doing this, and I do like this strategy. So it's very hard to make them out with a naked eye, but trust me, they are still there. Now, finally, as well as the grooves, you've got the grind story. Again, Titleist have got a wide range of grinds, and uh, the SM6s come in the L's, the S, the M, the F, and the K grinds. Now, there was actually a 6T grind which was there before. It was a very low bounce grind. And that's really for highly skilled players because it allows them to really nip it off the turf. And really, I think simplifying the range is something that would be a good thing because if uh, it will, most players really don't need those lower bounce wedges. I think most of us will be fine with some of the higher bounce wedges. And if you haven't read my review of my bounce fitting with the Bob Voker himself, then I would strongly urge you to do so because it really was a revelation of how you should select the right bounce for your wedges. And really, as he says, bounce is your friend. Anyway, that's all the theory. So let's take them out on the course and see how it goes. Okay, so here we are on the course with the Voki SM60s. I'm going to start with the uh, 50 degree. Now this is one with a slightly smaller head than the SM5s and it is looking a little bit more compact. I'm not mad on compact wedges, uh, but this one's probably just on the right side of being okay. So let's see how it goes. Really, I play quite a lot with the SM5s and, and now with the SM6, you do, when you compare them together, you do notice that the feel is a lot better actually. And really, this is one that probably looked and felt the most different. It was only really after a while, once I put the two down together, that you can see that the hosel length is really a lot shorter in this club and it does give it a different feel and a different balance. So, you know, if you are going to, if you've got some SM5s, you want to put the odd SM6 in there, then really you need to be comfortable with the fact that the feel might be slightly different between the two, but it doesn't mean you can't do it. Right, I'm just going to pop over to my middle wedge, which is the uh, 54F, and uh, this would be my sort of attack club. This is one I've been trying to get it close with, so uh, let's see how this one goes. As well, this isn't a great deal of difference between this and the SM5 version. It's going to look pretty much the same. Um, there's no difference in the back of the muscle. It's really a very similar club indeed. The, all the specs about it are the same. The hosel is slightly different length, but really not by much at all. So if you're used to that, don't worry. I don't think you're going to find an awful lot of difference. And it's certainly very easy to shape the shot of all these wedges up or down. So finally, I'm going to go on to my lob wedge, which is a 58 and a 58K. Now, if you haven't tried a K, but you've seen it, please pick it up and try it, because I think it's one of the most forgiving clubs around. I mean, there are some other uh, bounces within this, but the K with its sort of quite wide sole, it looks like it should ha have a lot of bounce, but it doesn't really. It actually makes it an awful lot more forgiving. So let's see how this one goes. Now, the old SM5K was my um, kind of go-to club, and I think this is, feels just the same, probably a little bit better as well. I mean, all these feel things are kind of marginal, but I like the fact that the center of gravity is slightly higher, because when I am in maybe some slightly longer grass where I'm going to hit it slightly higher from the face, then that is going to make 
it go a probably more consistent distance. I mean, you can see here already that impact point is actually quite high on the face. So therefore, this is what the whole CG placement thing is about. It's to give you more consistently from those types of shots. It doesn't matter where else, around the green or in the sand, this one is a great performer. So around the green here, I've got the 54F, and this is where the Vokies really come into their own, because there's so many different choices of bounce and grind that you can have uh, to give you all sorts of different types of shots. So one of my sort of personal favorites is this 58K, which if you're, just really gives you so much more margin for error because of that wide sole. It says 12 degrees of bounce, but it doesn't really play as much as that. And uh, you know, if you're tall jumpy or you just want a little bit more forgiveness around the green, then this is where this one really comes in. Now last year I was fortunate enough to have a personal fitting with Bob Vokey himself and on the Golf Lot website you can see how that went. One of the key things that came out of it for me was picking the right bounce and grind. And really the bunkers was key. You've got to have a club within your set of wedges which works in the bunker. And you know I was heading towards like the S grind. I felt quite comfortable with that but he was pushing me to go to the F and I thankfully I did because this is what I've got here and it just makes a huge difference coming out of sound when you've got the right bounce because you can hear it and you can feel it. And certainly with the SM6 wedges, you do have all those options. I mean, I think the K grind is particularly good for this uh, and, and the uh, F grind as well. The S is, is okay. I mean, it, it probably has a little bit too much heel and toe grind. So, but it's really, it's just trial and error. Take it to the bunkers you usually play with and find out which is best for you. The SM6 come with a choice of three finishes. There's a tall chrome, which I have here. There's a slightly darker tall silver and also a jet black, which is one that will rust a little bit over time as well. And if you do like to pimp your wedges, if you go to a typist custom fitter, you'll be able to stamp a few initials or a few letters on the back of your club, which uh, to be honest, is quite hard to resist. Overall, I do like the SM6 wedges. I think they're a real step up from the SM5s. That new CG placement strategy, I think really works very well indeed. And it really just gives you a lot more feel for all types of shots. And I think for all levels of golfers, you're really gonna appreciate that. Just make sure you go along, get professionally fitted to get the right combination of loft, bounce and grind for you. That's all for me today. I hope you enjoyed the video. Please let me know what you think. Put some comments below and uh, check out the website if you wanna find out any more reviews on all Titleist golf equipment.